0: Grass is absolutely parched, very very dry. Sort of all the green colour's gone, and it's like a very light raw sienna colour. About just turned 9am. Um, already for the heat of the sun. I think it's going to get up to about 30, 35, 36 Celsius today. I always like to get up here early. Um, I wouldn't say I'm completely antisocial but I do prefer I do prefer it when it's quiet and I can just hear the noise of nature, the birds singing. now I can hear a pigeon in the distance, I get further away from the road, I'm just turning down a path, that car noise will slowly start to disappear and all you'll hear is just the sounds of nature. There's plenty of shadow down there, nice respite from the sun. I love it when the shadow just the, the, the sunlight just pops through the uh, the trees and you get these shadows cutting across the path. You get some lovely reference photographs. Always mm. makes for some nice paintings. If you get a good reference photo, you're sort of you're halfway there already with your painting. The trees are full of berries. These big, bright, juicy bread berries. Now I'm sure the things like blackbirds and those sorts of birds be having a fill down there. Good nosh. Just have to stop for a second just to brush it big cob out of the way, it sort of strangles me, some lovely big tall six foot tall plants on the left hand side almost drying out now but they've got this lovely sort of it's like cotton wool at the top of it just falls and I look at look at it and it's just hundreds and hundreds of seeds inside there ready to spread and colonise, I I'll start painting some Smaller format, 7 by 5 inch watercolours this week. Years and years ago, I bought this watercolour travel kit, and it's. Um, I did, I used it briefly. Um, the idea was to start painting outside, do some plain air painting. <clears throat> It just never, uh, for one reason or another, I never really. Uh, I, I just started. I just kept painting inside, really, and used on the bigger format, 15 by 11, with a large brush. So I thought this week I'd get it out. Um, but what I'd do, I'd paint on my normal easel, and just divide my 15 by 11 inch paper into quarters, so they're like uh, seven by fives. And I dug out my small run ransom brush and thought, it's uh Let's give it a go. I think the last time I used it was about 10-15 years ago. I was on holiday somewhere in Cornwall. Um, I remember doing some, I was just using burnt under, just trying to do it almost like tonal tonal sketches really. And that turned out alright. So I thought, let's give it a go. See how I get on with it. So I took inspiration from the Scottish Highlands and did four, so far I've done two, filled two sheets. So two sets of four, so eight little 7 by watercolours um and, and i was quite pleased with them uh, to be honest and i think it's, it's sort of i think I've, it's given me the confidence with a little brush to uh take the kit outside now and have a go painting outdoors somewhere somewhere around here up on beacon hill somewhere with the lovely views but uh, i say i thought they turned out all right it was interesting that i put the i did a short i did a, a youtube short video um, of displaying these watercolors, and the first comment I had was, "Not your best," which I thought fair enough. You know, freedom of speech; everyone's entitled to their opinion. Um, and yeah, um, actually, I haven't replied to it yet, but I'll, I'll probably put something along the lines of, um, "I you know, appreciate your comments. I'm just getting used to the brushes, so hopefully things will improve." So I've just stepped out of the shelter of the little woods section now into the big open field where they've been planting planted some new trees two or three years ago and I'm looking now they're starting to take shape now they're about five or six foot tall really uh, starting to look the part and You can see where like the, the extension to the little woods will be to shame they didn't do the whole area it would have been nice if I just planted the entire hill with trees well I suppose time and money and whatnot just following a little trail path, bone dry, right up to the top of the hill now. One of these eight paintings, I'd say that the last one I did was, was the one I liked the most. Um, it was like a sort of sunset scene with lots of yellows and reds. But what was different about this one is in the past, well, I've tend to overmix and get really muddy colours. This time i managed to keep the colours nice and clean. And another thing, when I've done a smaller format in the past, when you're actually viewing them, if you've got two paintings next to one another, one's say 15 by 11 inch, another one's a quarter of the size, you can tell. You can tell the difference, even if the two pictures, it's the two images are the same size. Looking at it on the screen, you can tell which the smaller one is because they tend to be a bit not as much detail. It's more difficult painting smaller paintings than bigger paintings. Um, I watched some of the people um, paint these massive great big canvases like five six foot wide and obviously when you, it's almost like you're zoomed in on the painting as you're doing it so you can go into like finite little details so when you show it as like a thumbnail image on a screen or something like that it looks incredible but trying to paint small to start off with it that's what I mean by it's a lot more difficult um, to get that little bit of detail but I think this was the first time I've done a painting where when I looked at it, when I took the photograph and looked at it on the screen afterwards, it it could have been a a larger format, it could have been a 15 by 11. I managed to sort of retain that sort of detail. It's it's all about just being very, very careful with your strokes. Um, I can't bash them in like, like I can on the bigger paper. You just gotta be more careful. As long as you are more careful, you can still get the same results, but just on a smaller scale. But another thing that I've noticed is that the intensity of, of colours and contrasts you can get with the, with the smaller paintings, which I really like. I've just reached the apex of the hill now. And just come down the other side and I've got this beautiful view in front of me. i can just start to hear the traffic now on the road on the other side. but It doesn't distract from the, from the countryside and all the views I've got here. I can see three horses in the distance. One is sort of black and white, almost like a cow. If your eyesight was a bit fuzzy. Another one a sort of lovely classic brown type colour. Another one with his blue coat on. So I can't tell what colour it is. We're just having a good nosh. But what's interesting is it's normally lush green everywhere, but the fields there's still patches of green, but most of it's dry now. Just there was a the Official drought in certain areas of the UK declared yesterday, which I think gives them authority for hosepipe bans and all that sort of stuff. Um, but there is rain due next week, so hopefully rain due most days as well. So hopefully things will slowly get back to normal, and the countryside will start looking at its beautiful self again. There's two or three bees now, just sucking up the last of the nectar and pollen of these big tall purple plants, I don't know how long the nectar lasts. I'd like to get some bees, i for a long time now, I've tried tried growing loads of flowers in the garden, Um, and then maybe just plonk a beehive in the corner somewhere, I think that would be nice, some honey bees. Maybe even use the flowers for paintings, some inspiration. I've painted flowers for years. I remember watching an old Frank Clark episode when he painted some flowers. It was a great technique, and I quite like the way the painting turned out. I've done pretty much exclusive landscape since then. Maybe a few flowers in the foreground, but only like a very loose abstract style. I think there was a couple of swallows that just flew past. I'm sure they were swallows, like forked tails and sort of orange throats. I'm always fascinated with birds' migration. But it's it's like a, I think it's like a quarter of the, of the birds migrate in one way or another. It's fascinating how birds can be born and within just a few short weeks they're flying thousands and thousands of miles to distant shores. It must be wonderful being a migratory bird. Back into the trees now at the top of the hill and the sunlight just cutting through the trunks and branches just casting its shadows across my path. I'm still pigeon cooing up the tree in front of me. Crows in the distance and even the odd goose or turkey or cock or whatever it is in the farm down the bottom of the hill on the other side of the road. I think they're grasshoppers I know I can hear in the grass. Loads of them. Surrounded left and right. Start of the pigeon just flies off to my right towards Beacon Hill Road. And then I almost starved myself. There's a, there's a woman just sat in the, in the tall grass staring at the phone.